Okay, hey homies, this is Sarah. And this is Ashley. And this is Hometown Homicide. Forgive my voice because it's better than it was. But, yeah. yeah. Allergies, not anything else weird, just that. That's why we didn't have an episode last week because she didn't have a voice. Yeah, talking is kind of important, so it would have been like, <laughs> it would not have been good. Maybe. There was even a day at work I couldn't answer the phone because all I could do was whisper. That's crazy. <laughs> Any, I was going to say anything else in the last two weeks. Uh, my mom was part of my whole like family issues thing. She got a pacemaker put in last Monday. How's she doing? Good. I saw her on Friday, and uh, I mean, I saw her the day of and everything too. But she, I was like, "Do you feel different?" Because her heart was only like pumping out forty percent that it should have been. And she's like, "I feel less tired, like not so sleepy." I'm like, well, that's, that's good. That's a fucking start. So yay. Anything with you? Um, I just had, you know, the curse has continued. I got a nail, nope, excuse me, oh, that's right. a screw in my tire, and turned out I had to get new tires because my back tires were dry rotted. It was a whole mess. Oh, geez. Um, after we got it back, it was riding terrible. They said they did nothing, but I think it was just my car getting used to new tires because I think they overinflated them. I'm not a car person. I don't know. It's it's better, but yeah. So that was three hundred dollars that I didn't have to throw out to that. So yeah, yeah, and that's never fun, especially when you're not planning on it. Yeah, especially with all the other expenses I've been thrown <laughs> with this whole moving thing. And friendly reminder. Go check out my Twitter. I'll make a new post to <laughs> what moving company to tell people not to use. Yes. But moving forward, <clears throat> as we promised, we are going to draw for a piece of merch. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This was reviews that were left on our Facebook page, as well as reviews on Apple Podcast. And then if you sent us a screenshot that you reviewed us on Spotify. So we have a list. Uh, we have Samantha on there twice, Kara on there twice, um, Heather is on there twice, Marsha is on there twice, as well as Melissa, mm-hmm. you. We have Andrew Palmer, Jennifer H, Katie H, Tamara, Tam- Tamara. Tamara. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, or Tammy. Sarah's mom. <laughs> we have Rook. Jeremiah, I just did shuffle, so now they're all like in weird order. So we are going to do the drawing, and then we will reach out. We'll post on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. All of of the social media post outlets. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) All the stuff. All right, so let's give this a spin. We got sound effects this time. Watch prices. And the winner is... 
Melissa you. It was literally on uh, Kara, uh, and it teetered to Melissa. I so, heard that last little tink. So, Melissa, you you are the winner of the Yay. piece of merch. And we can do this yeah. again. We just got to figure yeah. out yeah. a new contest. But, Kara, you are so close. <laughs> but hopefully soon we will be doing, like, a soft pre-sale. Yeah, something so with friends merch. and family with a discount. So, yeah. look yeah. for that. So yeah, Melissa, congratulations. Yay. And thank you for those of you who have been recommending us on Twitter. Thank you so much. Yeah. And Sam, a shout out to you for listening to our recommendation and checking out bonus features. Um, Because when I listened to their first episode the other day, they were talking about how they had a review from someone that wasn't friends or family named Sam. And before I could even get my phone out and say something to them about it probably being you, they said it was you. So, sent, sent by us. They're funny. They're still looking for stories of any sorts. Ghosty ghouls, crime, just ridiculous drunken stuff. Some mis- mis- derp, misunderstood lyrics. There we go. I'm like misheard. Mis- I mean that too, but of songs. Just funny stuff. There's some interesting ones. I was trying to not laugh at work, like, out loud, because I'm sure my coworkers are used to it anyway, but they'd have been like, what is your problem? It's fine. Carrie stepped on a cow. It's not a big deal. <laughs> well, speaking of, you just said derp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we were on a break, so I haven't heard it in a while, mm-hmm. but I was reading comments on a post on Facebook. I think it was, like, KCRG. And people kept using derp, derpity derp derp. I'm like, where did you hear that? And where did you get that? Derp derp. I'm sure it's been used before, but it's just like, I haven't really heard of it except for you. I think that's it for any other random stuff. I mean, I mean, you don't need to include this, but weird news. Uh, Trump buried his ex-wife on one of his golf courses. What? So that you can get a tax benefit. Oh my god. So is that like it's... whole nineteen? <laughs> I don't know. That that is one hundred percent on brand for something he would do. Um, Anyways, but Sarah's got some bizarre news. Bizarre news. The news thing, you know. Um, this this wasn't intended to be in the bizarre news, but it is a local news that's fucked up, so I'm going to go ahead and mention it. The Schmidt family, Makokota Caves. So last, yes. Sad, what, last terrible weekend, news. last Friday, Saturday, um, a family of four, both parents were 42, and a nine-year-old boy and a six-year-old sister were camping at uh, the Makokota Caves State Park and they, they're a family from Cedar Falls um, some jackhole 23 year old Anthony Sherwin went and shot this family the little boy survived like not harmed or anything so I don't know if he was like fully under a blanket or something and like he didn't see him or how that happened but shot both parents and the sister and killed them and then went and shot himself. And the investigation has led police to say that they believe it is completely random. And that's so wild because he was from Nebraska. 
didn't know these people. Yeah, like just. And the mom's like, oh, he wouldn't. He wasn't violent. Okay, well, something made him violent all of a sudden. So he might have had some mental issues or something. That was very sad. You don't just go and shoot a whole family in a park for no reason. And they're such a cute family, too. There's um, a GoFundMe that was started, I think, probably at first to cover funeral expenses. Um Yesterday, I started crying when I looked up an update because it was at like two hundred forty some thousand dollars. Oh wow! Way surpassing what their you know their goal was for for initially whatever, and so it said the the rest would be put in a trust for him for you know, later when he yeah he's an gets orphan now stuff yeah literally this is fucked up. So all of the best wishes to um what's his name arlo that's right arlo schmidt oh yeah wild bizarre but not not the kind of bizarre we usually go for the kind of bizarre we usually go for is kind of funny what the fuck so that being said ashley's malfunctioning today been an ongoing thing not just today (laughs) let's see first story a man fails in his oh excuse me let me let me read the right fucking headline this is from august 2016 but still man tries to burn down gas station after failed cheetos theft Man fails in his attempt to steal a bag of Cheetos, so in retaliation, he tries to burn down the entire gas station. Sure. On Sunday, August 28th of 2016, Joshua Lee Crook, who was 33 at the time, entered a BP gas station in St. Louis, Missouri, and attempted to steal a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. So Just what, one bag. Three bucks, maybe? Yeah. After being confronted by the store manager, he returned and attempted to burn down the gas station. At approximately 5 p.m., Joshua entered the gas station and picked up a bag of the Cheetos. Um, The worker recognized Joshua as a thief who had stolen from them before. He was told to put the bag down if he wasn't going to make a purchase. He obliged the store manager and then left the store, returned one minute later, grabbing the bag and attempted to walk out again, got stopped, um, by the manager, but Joshua punched him in the face. He walked outside and threw a gas nuzzle, nuzzle, <laughs> nuzzle, cuddle it, <laughs> a gas nozzle on the floor, ground, uh, spewing gasoline all over, and then threw a lit cigarette on the ground in an attempt to set alight the gas station, but it did fail to ignite. His mugshot, he did not want to look at the camera. They're physically holding his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is great. Eyes shut. That'll be on Instagram for sure. <laughs> That's great. His eyes are shut, and there's a gloved hand holding his head, like, freaking still. What? That's a tantrum. Like, right? That's a literally a grown man throwing a tantrum because he didn't get what he wanted. Mm-hmm. All he had to do was pay for it. Mm-hmm. A thief steals 200 pairs of panties. You don't like that word. I don't like that word. Give me the willies to say it. Ah, fuck. Jeremiah, now you're going to know what the word is. The other weekend, it was a whole thing, but 
the boys kept bugging me what word because they said moist sorry trigger warning <laughs> the m word some people hate that and they're like no i don't care and they're like i'm like no there's a different word that i hate I'm like what is it I'm like i'm not gonna fucking tell you you're gonna 100 percent use it against me no we're not i'm like okay because <laughs> i was born yesterday um but this is so weird um a man is caught on camera stealing over 200 pairs of underpants from a Gap store. Um, it's it like specifically says a bald man because you can see he's bald, but like call him out, okay? A bald man suspected to be in his 40s entered a Gap store in the fashion mall. Why do they use that to like? It could just be like a, his age in a man instead of let's let's add insult to this and say he's also bald. You know, entered the Gap store in the fashion mall at Keystone. Keystone, Indianapolis, Indiana. Monday. Oh, this was August 2016 as well. Um, probably from the same website. I just was pulling different shit. Bald man in his 40s seen approaching the ladies' undergarment section as he walked towards the underwear shelf. He patiently waits for the coast to be clear as customers leave the section. He then lunges next to the female underwear and scoops up handfuls of of undergarments into his shopping bag he seems to know exactly where all of them are as he opens the drawers like underneath or whatever to grab more it just made me think of victoria's secret yep and reports reveal that the undergarments were being sold at ten dollars each equating to just over two thousand dollars for the loss for the clothes out outlet clothes outlet indianapolis metropolitan police department is investigating the matter whatever that was like i said a few years ago but <laughs> it is certainly unusual not something we, that we see often do you think goodness <laughs> well i hope not <laughs> <clears throat> a lot of a lot of stealing on this bizarre news but organized cheese bandits still on the loose <laughs> what a great title organized cheese, cheese bandits, bandits. And apparently I don't have the fucking date for this one, which is a fail on my part, but I will give you literally only two guesses on what state this is from. Can I pick Florida? We're in Midwest. So oh, no, we're still doing can't. that game. Yeah. Iowa? No, it's cheese, Wisconsin. man. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I read it. I'm like, that's got to be Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, cheese is expensive these days. I mean, this is true. <clears throat> For one hard luck semi trailer driver, the routine task of hauling 20,000 pounds of fresh Wisconsin cheese from Green Bay to the Milwaukee area led to a mysterious crime that remains unresolved a year later. That night, the semi trailer pulled into a storage facility near Interstate 94. The business seemed a safe place to temporarily leave his trailer while he got his truck serviced. The property had video surveillance and a chain-link fence. But by 2 a.m. when the driver returned, the trailer was gone. Someone made off with $46,000 worth of stolen cheese. Jesus. (laughs) Cheeses? You beat me to it, yes. I was about to say, Jesus. Where did the cheese go? Where did the semi-trailer wind up? Just who is the cheese bandit? A year later, detectives in Wisconsin, derp, derp. <laughs> Wisconsin still don't know. Um, so they, like, the truck is gone. Like, they didn't even find the truck? 
Well, because he took the cab to get service. He had left the trailer somewhere. So someone came over and jacked the whole fucking trailer. Okay. I mean, isn't there... I guess they could... If there's a name and number, usually... I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, the Oak Street case from June 30th was one of three cheese heists last year, which, again, I don't have the year. I apologize. A semi-trailer filled with 41,000 pounds of Parmesan cheese was stolen in Marshfield, and another trailer of assorted cheeses was taken in Germantown. All in Wisconsin. I believe so. Um, that pair of crimes occurred in January 16, about a week apart. Both loads were recovered. Giggity. The Marshfield shipment of cheese turned up about two weeks later at a storage warehouse near Appleton. And I, that's why I said I assume so, because I know Appleton is in Wisconsin. The trailer of cheese from Germantown ended up a grocery store, ended up at a grocery store lot in Milwaukee. And then the Marshfield Police Lieutenant Darren Larson, <laughs> probably no relation. People don't know my last name. Oh, cut oh, that out. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, I was like, yeah, derp, derp. Um, It's an organized type of crime, he had said. It's certainly very plausible because of the sophisticated nature of these crimes that you need knowledge of the freight shipping business. I mean, yeah, it's not like I'd go over there and be able to jack a whole semi-trailer. Right. I would, not that I would do this. Stealing is bad. Stealing is bad. But at most, I would just want to get in there and take a couple pounds for myself. (laughs) But the fact that this has happened not once not <laughs> twice but at least three times hmm. and they can't figure it out um the cheese from marshfield had an estimated retail value of ninety thousand dollars jesus Je- jesus uh the other two stolen loads were worth seventy thousand and forty six thousand respectively wow god damn that's a lot of cheese i'd be like heaven yeah <laughs> All right, I, I mean, love I cheese. love cheese. I love cheese. All right, not a thief, but a, a creeper. Man hid cherry pies under women's car tires to see them bend over. <laughs> it's not funny, but you My know. My Lanta. A man has been arrested. He placed various items underneath women's car tires to see them bend over and pick them up. Uh, this is a 2018 article. Um,. The 43-year-old Kurt Michael Fulton was arrested after he allegedly hid cherry pies, VHS tapes, which, where the fuck are you getting VHS tapes in 2018? Get the fuck out of here. Um, And other various items underneath the parked cars of women drivers so he could see them bend over and pick them up whilst he watched from a distance with binoculars. Saginaw County Sheriff William Federspiel, I think, reported in a press conference that Fulton was involved in an incident um, at a Target excuse me in Saginaw, Michigan. Michigan. I was like, Saginaw. Yeah, me too. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." (laughs) Fulton would wait in his car whilst, whoever wrote this article likes the word whilst, whilst an unsuspecting female victim parked their car in the Target parking lot. The victim would exit their vehicle and enter the store, obviously. Fulton would run over and place various items in front of or behind the car tires. These items included laptops. Where are you getting fucking laptops at, like, disposal? VHS tapes and McDonald's cherry pies, specifically. 
Fulton would run back to his car to gain a better vantage point and would stalk his victims with the use of binoculars. The women would be forced to bend over to see what they've driven over after hearing crunching or squishing. I'm sorry, you're going to hear squishing? No. Not unless your fucking windows were down. Crunching, sure, yeah. With the You'd laptop, feel that. VHS. Yeah, yeah. But squishing? Mm. I would at least, like, if I saw it getting to my car, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? But whatever. Uh, the sheriff commented on Fulton's behavior. It's very creepy. Unacceptable behavior. And that's the best way to describe it. It's just creepy. You are right, sir. Um, a 25-year-old woman called the police after she discovered a laptop had been placed underneath her vehicle. He was arrested and charged with aggravated stalking with a habitual offender second offense enhancement as it was discovered that Fulton had been arrested for the same crime in 2007. Jesus. And he's probably done it many times mm. between 2007 and 2018. He looks like a creep. He looks like something. <laughs> That'll go on Instagram as well. Don't worry. This one I had to do. It didn't take place in the Midwest, but it has Midwest ties. And it's like... The items involved are very me. So, border officers find six human skulls in packages shipped to the U.S. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered several packages containing human skulls after packages were screened at an international mail facility bound for Iowa. Not me, though. I don't have the money to buy human skulls. Okay. The skulls were discovered at O'Hare International Airport's international mail facility in chicago officers determined that the boxes quote showed anomalies prompting additional search protocols x-rayed the three boxes and found two human skulls in one box and two skulls in the other boxes covered with protective packaging often intended for shipping fragile items the unusual packages came into the u.s from the netherlands and were then transported to the centers for disease control and prevention for additional screenings officials said so yeah i don't know what like scientist or professor or somebody was doing something and didn't have the right paperwork shipping etc etc but interesting yeah there's pictures of did it say where it was going to in iowa was it like i just said iowa i also didn't look into it further i just got the overall maybe it was going to a university i would hope (laughs) Otherwise, also, that's a lot of skulls. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Human bones cost a lot. I have never tried to buy human bones, so I have no idea. Just saying. Have you? Yeah. Oh. I told you I've got two finger bones. Oh, that's like from real a, fingers. Yes, from a retired medical skeleton. Don't worry, folks. Mm. Yeah. Two fully and G's. This one is from Ohio. Norwalk police says, oh, this was one of the most bizarre calls they've ever received. A man claimed his dog shot itself. Oh. Said his dog shot itself and he trained the dog to bring the gun to him. The dog had the gun in his mouth when it went off accidentally. And the officers did not believe that story. Police say 31-year-old Jonathan George was charged with three misdemeanors, including handling a firearm while intoxicated, 
cruelty to animals and discharging a weapon in a municipality. Did the dog die? I don't believe it did. Nope, it's alive. Okay, good. I had to skip to the ending to make sure. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have done that sad of one, which, what does that say about us that we're more sad about? Not more sad. I mean, I like animals more than people. Sorry, not sorry. Generally. (laughs) Uh, Captain Fulton said George later admitted he was trying to unload his gun when he accidentally shot the dog in the jaw. That's why you don't fuck around with guns, especially after you've been drinking. I'm not anti-gun. Not at all. You want guns? I don't fucking care. Mostly. But, like, don't fuck around when you're drunk. You're dumb. Whether that story about him trying to unload the gun and accidentally shooting it, or he purposely shot the dog, they couldn't say. But they can say that his blood alcohol level was .17, so that's a little over twice the legal limit for driving. Shouldn't be drinking and handling firearms, bottom line. Mm -hmm. Lula... A four-year-old boxer is on the mend post-surgery but lost an eye in the shooting. Oh. The Huron County Humane Society raised more than $2,000 for her care. Um, At that time, at least, they were still shy of some of the costs for the surgery, but clearly they did it anyway to help the dog. And then a humane investigator for... Humane investigator for Huron County, uh, Daphne Nelson, said, I'm not sure why anybody would be intoxicated and playing with a gun. That just doesn't make sense to me. A lot of things don't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. He didn't get the dog back, right? Like, Oh, I'm I, sure not. I'm sure not. Um, I hope he never has another animal ever again. Right. Because she's a, they were saying about the dog that she's a fighter. She's well socialized and seems to love, love everybody. She loves attention, and if you're not petting her, she's fussing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't don't be dumb, people. Creepy intruder watches over sleeping couple. Ooh, a man broke that's into. My, a- that's my fear. <laughs> that is like I am terrified that someone will break in and just be staring at me, mm-hmm. or worse. But right. But the worst part, you would at least know if they just watched you and left. You could, you might never know, which is so fucked. Oh, I would so know if someone came in here. Well, yes, but heavily armed. Yeah, totally. Cameras everywhere. <laughs> a man broke into a couple's apartment and watched over them as they slept before stealing a purse. In the early hours of July twenty fifth, um, two thousand sixteen. In Chicago, Illinois, a couple slept in their duplex apartment. Little did they know, as they lay sleeping below, a man above them had broken in and stood staring at them, whilst in their unconscious state. Clearly, this is the same fucking writer as the other one. Um, when the couple awoke from their sleep, the girlfriend, uh, Jordan, I can't say your last name because I'm not going to butcher it, had noticed that her bag was missing and her boyfriend, Jack, Also kind of a weird last name, so I'm not going to butcher it. Went to check his surveillance footage to see if it would help, um, you know, tell them where she last placed her bag. And Jack, petrified, when he watched the surveillance camera footage and saw a man standing over them, um, they fell asleep on the sofa while watching Netflix. So this guy was, like, upstairs, and so they're watching them for a while. It was... He lived upstairs, right? He lived in the upstairs duplex like it's a 
like here. Like if you fell asleep here, but like it sounded, the guy was. It sounded like, you know, some duplexes, someone rents the first floor and someone. And understandable. That's it's what it sounds like to me. says duplex, so it might be a side by side instead. Sure. Um, it was discovered that the intruder came through an open balcony on the top floor of the apartment, which is strange in the first place because how'd you get up there? Derp. Uh, Jack told whoever investigators every other night we would have been in bed and and have kept the door locked. You leave the door unlocked one time and this is what happens. The intruder is seen standing creepily above the couple for an entire 15 minutes before taking her purse and leaving. Wow. Five neighbors reported having spotted the man on that same night going from house to house testing door handles looking for a way in. And they didn't call 911. Apparently not. But there's a still... Oh, as I hit my fucking thing. Okay, so there's an actual picture. Oh, yeah, a still actual, from there. So footage. that's how you got that they were... So he broke in... He climbed to the second level and broke in that way. Yeah, and I don't know if they have like an upper deck. Maybe they have like a stairs to go up to their deck or, you know, down to the backyard Could and stuff be. and went up that way. But... Yeah, I can share that on Instagram too. But that's shows, creepy. And he's got his hood up and everything, so it definitely is. That's terrifying. Creepy. Creepy. Creep. Like imagine like waking, like going back into your footage and seeing that. Like I would be so terrified. I mean, just the other day, I was on my way home and I got a notification on my phone that a person was detected at my front door. Hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's I see the person like. Mm watching it live and like they're in front of my door mm. and like look like he was looking in yeah but i think it was the neighbor because mm. there's a dry patch out in the grass and he was checking it mm. but then i also saw the neighbor um the other day pick up my cat that's out front yeah it had blown over mm. and he came and put it upright so i'm mm. like oh that's really nice but like still yeah being new here it when it says person detected at your front door i'm like what the fuck right side note when i was animal sitting whatever at michelle's house the other day they've got a ring doorbell and i forget that you can talk through it too so this fuck face i was down by the fire and the dogs must have set the thing off so then i all of a sudden i hear a voice it's dark out I'm by myself in kind of BFE and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, that is so not funny, Jason. Fucking talking to the dogs. Cause then the next day I was taking the dogs out, shooing them off the deck and I hear, he chimed in. He's like, yeah, Max, get down. I turn around. I'm like, you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, yeah. funny, but yeah, that'd freak me out. Yeah. I just, I was like, like oh no they're just he's jason's funny but he's an asshole so (laughs) i'll do this sad one and then i'll end on a funny one this article was called a shot in the dark returning from a christmas party in northern ohio in december 2011 rachel yoder was less than three miles from home when the unthinkable happened out from the sky plummeted a single 50 caliber bullet striking the 15-year-old in the head. As she lay dying in her buggy, Amish, by the way. I was going to say, Sorry, I knew that. Amish? Um, As she lay dying in her buggy, her horse continued on the path carting her home. Later, excuse me. 
Later that evening, Rachel's brother noticed the horse and buggy going in circles on the family farm. Moments later, he found his sister lying in the dirt, unresponsive, slowly slipping away. The following day, Rachel was gone. At first, police suspected that the girl had fallen from the buggy and hit her head. However, her death was officially ruled as a homicide following an autopsy. Five months after her death, Rachel's family finally received closure. Marion Yoder, they say was no relation to Rachel, turned himself in to authorities after an arrest warrant was issued. Was oh. he Amish too, I take it? I'm Yes. Um, on that fateful winter evening, 28-year-old Yoder, Marion Yoder, was returning home from a hunting trip when he fired a single round of his, from his rifle into the air. Which, don't do that. Like, don't do that. Um, though implausible to comprehend, the bullet traveled more than a mile before finding its way to Rachel. Uh, while Marion Yoder was initially charged with felony reckless homicide, Rachel's family intervened opposing the charges. Given the circumstances, they felt that it was not just to it was not just to proceed with felony charge. Instead, Marion Yoder pled guilty to a misdemeanor count of negligent homicide and was sentenced to 180 days in jail. Oh, I thought you were going to say 180 years. Uh, wow. No. And then in the end, the judge suspended all but 30 days of his sentence. I guess he doesn't have to be Amish. I just kind of thought he was. Well, the same last name, and it's it's a very Amish name. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Like, literally, don't... <laughs> Today's moral of your stories, don't play with guns. <laughs> like, it's not. But, like, yeah, if you shoot a bullet up, it has to come down somewhere. Yeah. Like, some, I just, you don't necessarily think about that, but it, it does. So, mm-hmm. that's to what be careful. Up, must come down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're back to the very first one that I have on this because it's so fucking funny. And it's not... <laughs> As soon as I saw the headline, I'm like, oh, this, please be Midwest because I need to be able to tell the story. I mean, I know I could anyway, but two exotic dancers have been arrested after a strip club fight. Two women from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Well, yes, Wisconsin and Minnesota. That's where they were from, but it happened in the state of Mankato. Where's Mankato? Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, two women were arrested on Friday, December 2nd. Again, it doesn't have the year. I don't know why. Uh, causing a fight. After causing a fight in Mettler's Bar and Restaurant located in the city of Mankato. Ebony Angel Jordan, 23, and Bianca Alexstra. Nope. Bianca Alexandra Strayhorn, 26, were both working as dancers in the stripper bar when an argument broke out at Mettler's between the two women and two other employees. One of the employees claimed during the argument, Ebony attacked her face with a stiletto heel shoe and she pulled out part of the other employee's weave. Bianca was reported to have pepper sprayed the employees in the scuffle. The police were called to the scene and arrived after 9 p.m., Jesus, that's early for strippers to be getting in fights with their heels before oh, nine. Sure. Damn. The police officer uh, attempted to stop Bianca and Ebony from leaving in a vehicle. The two women ignored the orders of the officer and fled Mettler's recklessly, driving over a curb and speeding off. The police stopped the women nearby. 
Um, they were arrested, charged with felony fleeing, as well as misdemeanors for assault, disorderly conduct, and trespassing. So they fled together after getting in a fight? Yes. I guess when I, this has been weeks ago that I saved this one, so I was thinking that these two fought each other, but apparently these two started a fight with the other oh, okay. two employees. But the one chick looks like she gives zero fucks, and then the other one looks like she's pretty pissed. But yes, take your heel off and stab someone with it. I'm like, yes. I think I've seen that in like a movie or a TV <laughs> show where someone got stabbed. Oh, it's True Blood. Mm-hmm. Got stabbed right in the eye with a stiletto. I'm oh. like... It made me think of Happy Gilmore, because <laughs> he says he's the only person to take his ice skate off and try to stab someone with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these, these were some bizarre news stories. Skulls and thieving people taking underpants and cheese and... The cheese one really get like I that one just it's so Wisconsin it's so Wisconsin <laughs> nothing wrong with Wisconsin besides no, the Packers but like, sorry not sorry not, or no. not me oh my God did you see Aaron Rodgers the other day did you see my picture I posted the other day no okay yeah, I mean if you guys want to go to oh I didn't do it on Instagram I should though so Nick sent me a link. Is Nick is Nick. Send me a link to um, Aaron Rodgers showing up at Green Bay um, training camp the other day. Okay. And as soon as I watched it, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I had to make a meme, so I did. And then I shared it on Facebook. This motherfucker shows up looking like Nick Cage in oh, Con Air, that. like dead ass. I did see that. I was like, what is happening right now? Oh, fucking wife beater, jeans, black belt, and that long hair. Face, I mean, it's it's like he was cosplaying him. It was so funny. Wisconsin, man. <laughs> it, it, you're right. <laughs> um, Sorry, random bits of shit if you guys want to listen, sure. Um, I watched some old horror movies. Now, when I say old, I mean like when we were in high school. Okay. Like but, wrong turn. No, middle school. Was wrong well, time. right like in that, right in time. that, yeah, in that time frame. I forget you're a couple of years younger than me, so, um, but in, year. or whatever, I don't know, yeah. Maybe. I, I was okay. feel just old when I really think about it. But in that general region, I watched Joyride. Candy Cane. Is Paul it the Walker. one with, in the CB radio? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through shit the other night, I'm like, I'm a fucking watch Joyride, I haven't seen that in a minute. And uh, then I watched the original Cabin Fever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot Sean from Boy Meets World was in that. And one of the dudes from Super Troopers, not like, not the main guys, the, in the beginning of Super Troopers, the guys that get pulled over. The, the guys are like, the schnozberries, <laughs> it's like schnozberries. Yeah, the guy with shaggy blonde hair was like, eat this, eat this. And he's like, oh, you owe me 130 bucks. Like, that guy was in the original Cabin Fever. And then what did I watch the other night? Oh, fucking Urban Legends, dude. I hadn't watched Urban Legends in forever. I don't know if I have. Joshua Jackson's in it. Um, and some, oh, Jared Leto's in it. He's so dreamy. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's got real pretty eyes. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah the original Cabin in the Woods is so much better than... Cabin Fever. 
Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Did you say cabin fever or cabin in the woods? I don't know what I said, but I meant I cabin fever. Cab- <laughs> you said cabin in the woods, man. I probably did. Is it where they go? 2002. And they, the one doesn't drink the water, and he's the one that doesn't. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, some mysterious disease happens, and they all get fucked up, and yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I watched that more than a few times because, like, it was like the time of scream, mm-hmm. wrong turn, mm-hmm. disturbing behavior. There are a lot. The faculty. The faculty, yes. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. I remember watching that when we were camping. Like, we were <laughs> in the camper watching it one night before mm-hmm. bed. We, we didn't, like, camp, like, in tents. We all had campers, mm. so. <laughs> That's what I did at Michelle's. I put up a tent by the fire. Figured yeah. why not. But, yeah. We're trying to get back into everything. Get on some get back merch making and, and posting things and whatnot. Check out bonus features if you want a laugh. They're going to do, it sounded like, one episode a month until they can get some more, like, stories and things. Uh, is there an email or anything to send? There is, and I don't remember what okay. it is. Do they have... I can put it in a link below. Social media? Yes. That we can Bo- share? Bonus features pod. I linked it on our thing two weeks ago. Like, I dropped their Facebook handle, their Instagram handle. I did Spinal Tap Room, which I they follow that. us now. Um, and then Nick D's stuff with a really fun, fun music, but... I want to go to the spinal tap room. Again, congrats to Missy, Melissa. You're Melissa. You, yes. Thanks again. Thanks for listening, everybody. Rate us, like us, love us, comment, share. And send us, if you want us to share something, send yeah. it to us. Thanks for your patience, y'all. Yeah. I'm sorry again about my voice. You should be. <clears throat> I, I've told a couple of people I feel like Phoebe when she gets sick. Remember, we want to tell stories to you and not about you, so stay safe. And this was Hometown Homicide. What is this? This is Hometown. Oh, Bizarre News. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? What is it?